the Winnipeg Foundation invited Winnipeggers to share their visions for Winnipeg's next 100 years and the potential role philanthropy might play. This is Our Next 100. Today, we'll hear from Noreen Mian, Executive Director of Rainbow Resource Centre. Rainbow Resource Centre was built by community, and it is our responsibility to continue to care for one another because at some point in our life, we all need support. We all need to belong. Noreen Mian is the Executive Director of the Rainbow Resource Centre. Noreen believes in the power of community and has worked and volunteered in the not-for-profit sector for more than 10 years. She has served as the Executive Director of Volunteer Manitoba and Chair of the Winnipeg Folk Festival. Here is Noreen Meehan. I was 15 years old the first time I visited Rainbow Resource Centre. Like most 2S LGBTQ youth, I was confused, scared, and felt alone. I checked out books from the Centre's library and read first-hand accounts from 2S LGBTQ writers. These books made me realize I was not alone, and I discovered a supportive and vibrant 2S LGBTQ community in Winnipeg. I joined the youth group, an informal group of peers that met weekly. With their support and encouragement, I came out to my family and friends and never looked back. Rainbow Resource Centre was there when I needed it, and I'm honored to have returned as the executive director. Rainbow Resource Centre started out as Gays for Equality, a student group founded at the University of Manitoba in 1973. Since that time, it has advocated for marriage equality, educated policymakers, and supported the 2S LGBTQ community in Manitoba. Today, the volunteer-led youth group that I was part of has grown into a core program that continues to be a safe, positive space for two-spirit, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, and questioning youth. Here, youth celebrate their identities and build resilience and self-confidence. The center also provides free short-term counseling and a range of social support groups for children, families, and older adults. A lot has been accomplished in 50 years. As Rainbow Resource Center looks forward to the next 100 years, we envision a society in which diverse sexual and gender identities, orientations, and expressions are included, valued, and celebrated. We see a healthcare system that provides easy to access gender affirming medical care for all transgender and non-binary people and long-term care facilities that are inclusive and understanding of the unique needs of aging 2S LGBTQ older adults. We hope all schools are safe spaces for youth that recognize and honor all identities. We hope inclusion and diversity are inherent within the culture of all workplaces and that gender inclusive washrooms and public spaces are part of our everyday experience. Essentially, we're shaping a world in which our services are no longer necessary. We asked 2S LGBTQ youth to tell us what they hope life will be like in 100 years. They described a future where they feel safe. That human rights won't be up for debate, as in the right for us to exist won't be politicized. We won't be debated. No more need for coming out. People just grow up as who they are and don't need to hide. No more division. Acceptance will be the norm and we'll just be students. A group of older adults at the center reminded me that they fought for inclusion, not assimilation. We will always need to celebrate our identity. We are not the same. We should all have the right to continue to celebrate who we are. Designated safe spaces for the 2S LGBTQ community to meet and gather are important as aging with pride among peers. These are the folks who fought for equality and in some cases lost their family, friends and employment. We will continue to meet their needs and more importantly, ensure that they are not forgotten. For this reason, affordable housing for 2S LGBTQ seniors is one of our priorities as we move forward. 
The role of philanthropy in realizing our vision is essential. Philanthropy offers everyone the opportunity to participate in supporting and caring for Winnipeg. Rainbow Resource Centre was built by community and it is our responsibility to continue to care for one another because at some point in our life, we all need support. We all need to belong. My name is Noreen Mian, and this is my vision for Winnipeg's next 100 years. Thanks, Noreen. You asked to us LGBTQ plus youth to share what they hope life would be like in 100 years. What touched or surprised you about their answers? And in what way is Rainbow Resource Centre helping to take the steps to turn their hopes into reality? I have to admit, I wasn't surprised by their answers. I think they are embodying what Rainbow Resource Centre is trying to do, just normalize gender and sexual diversity. I think that it is possible. I think that, that we will get there. Rainbow Resource Centre tries to address this in the broader community through our education. Uh, we go into workplaces and do 2S LGBTQ plus inclusive, inclusivity and diversity training to ensure that everyone feels safe in the workplace and that managers understand how to support a gender and sexual diverse workforce. And we also go into schools and we support GSAs and teachers and students who are in environments where that additional support might be needed. And as someone who visited Rainbow Resource Centre as a youth, what would 15-year-old Noreen have said their hope for life 100 years into the future would have been? And what strides have we made towards those hopes so far in 2021? I would tell a 15-year-old Noreen to be patient, that the community is resilient and the world will slowly catch up. But I would also warn her not to become complacent because sometimes equality isn't linear. And, and just because you've received a certain right, it doesn't mean that that right can't be reversed. And we've sort of seen rumblings of that over the last decade. In terms of the strides that we've made towards these hopes, I think what's happening, what I see slowly happening at Rainbow Resource Center is a shift from addressing the effects to, of homophobia and supporting people in their coming out journey to caring for the community. And I think as we move forward, we'll see more and more of that. If equality is a linear process, when it is a linear process, that shift becomes more just ensuring that the community has a connection point and less about having to sort of undo the wrongs that society might have imposed. But we're not, we're not there yet. So one foot in front of the other. Thanks again, Maureen. You're welcome. Our Next 100 is a series of essays envisioning Winnipeg's next 100 years, contributed by Winnipeggers and curated by the Winnipeg Foundation. If you would like to read more essays from Our Next 100, or listen to this episode again as a podcast, please visit wpgfdn.org slash next100. Thanks for listening. Thank you.